There are badass people all around us living a life of excellence. Grateful Badass Podcast honors one each episode. We will learn about them, glean life lessons while extending our deepest gratitude for their courage and fortitude. Grateful Badass Podcast salutes these badass individuals. Hey there, this is the Grateful Badass Podcast. Super excited to be back with this episode 59. Thank you so much for joining. This is your host, Stacey Mack. Thank you so much for joining the Grateful Badass Podcast and for telling a friend and for your support in making the Grateful Badass Podcast a five-star podcast. Super excited about that still to this day. I definitely appreciate you for making it a five-star podcast. And thank you so much for just your love and your support and for listening and for chiming in and let me know your thoughts about the podcast. And also the podcast is in a rebranding. Let me know what you think. As you can see, changed up, switched up some things, the music, the intro, and just kind of do a little focus from here on out and a focus on badass individuals past and present focusing on their lives, celebrating their lives, and see what we can glean as life lessons. Pick out three or four life lessons from each of our featured features, our highlights. And it, you know what better month to start? It was Women's History Month, where we were able to focus on four badass um, women, uh, just badass women doing just phenomenal things and if you didn't already check out episode 56 where we highlighted billy holiday jazz singer extraordinaire episode 58 was none other than nina simone and no i'm sorry that was episode 57 was nina simone episode 58 was none other than Madam C.J. Walker. Learned some phenomenal things about Madam C.J. Walker that did not, that I was not aware. And, you know, we all know that she was the millionaire, the first African-American woman millionaire, but so much other things to be gleaned and learned from her life. Check out episode 58 when you have a chance. This is episode 59, and we're going to highlight None other than Dr. Maya Angelou. She is my mentor in my head and has been for a number of years, probably since I read her books as a teenager myself many years ago, not telling my age, not telling my age, but many years ago. Stuck with me and she is uh, just my friend and teacher and mother in my head. And, you know, I carry her with me and um, yes, let's get started. This is episode 59, and we're going to focus on Dr. Maya Angelou and see what we can glean from her life and just, you know, maybe we can insert into our own lives and see what we can learn uh, towards our passion and purpose in life. All right, Dr. Maya Angelou, she was born April 4th, 1928 in St. Louis, Missouri, and is such a phenomenal career. Over five decades, her writing career spans 50 years. I could not, I believe it, but it just sounds just literally just amazing. Literally amazing. I'm so inspired just by that in and of itself. She's mostly known for her autobiography. I know why the cage bird sings. And this was where I made my introduction when I was a young girl to Dr. Maya Angelou. Read I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings when I was a teenager. And it was appropriate because um, it spans from her birth as a young child up until 17 years old. 
And if you don't know her early stories, you need to check out I Know Why the Cage Bro Sings because it just sheds so much light on her life and who she was as a person, as an individual. And um, it just gives you a profound foundation and insight in, in, into her life as a person and badass individual. And so I was able to pick that up many years ago and it stayed with me. And she's known for, and after that autobiography, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings, came six more, seven total autobiographies and a host of poems and, and, and other pieces of literary work. Oh, it's just amazing. Um, like I said, spans 50 years her writing career. She also worked as the first African-American and first female streetcar conductor in San Francisco. Isn't that amazing? Uh, a conductor. I can definitely see that. I can des definitely see that telling her stories to the to the riders and passengers. All right. And then she joined in the late 50s, 1950s. She joined the Harlem Writers Guild. And this is where she met, got her start, I believe, in writing. And also where she met her friend, James Baldwin. And that's pretty phenomenal. Love the work of James Baldwin. And I did know that she worked at this, as the Northern Coordinator, Coordinator for the SCLC. And I knew she was involved in the Civil Rights Movement and she worked alongside Dr. Martin Luther King. But I didn't know that she served as in that capacity. And so that's information that was new to me. Northern Coordinator for the SCLC, the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. So that's pretty amazing. And then so much more to share in regard. It's just, it was a bit overwhelming. I just had to narrow things down for the sake of time. Um, but she, gosh, she was invited for President Bill Clinton's uh, first inauguration to create, to write and recite a poem. And the name of that poem that she recited was On the Pulse of Morning. And for Bill Clinton and his inauguration. And she is only the second poet to do that. Second to none other than Robert Frost many, many years ago. Prior as a presidential inauguration. And so she would go on to, like I said, her books just span 50 years. Five zero, just incredible. And she... Um, Gosh, she received the Presidential Medal of Freedom from President Barack Obama in 2011. She's known for, she's received, oh, she was nominated for the Pulitzer Prize in 1972 for her book of poems uh, entitled Just Give Me a Cold Drink of Water for I Die. And that's, I didn't, if I knew that information, I may have forgotten, but that she was nominated for Pulitzer. That's just amazing. In 1972, and the movie, do you remember the movie Poet of Justice with Janet Jackson and Tupac Shakur? And all the poems, and I think I knew this, but I, I'm pretty sure I knew this, but it just slipped my mind that all the poetry that Janet Jackson was reciting during the course of the film was written by Dr. Maya Angelou. Isn't that just amazing? All the poetry was written by her. And also, here's another first, because, you know, she's really up on the first, being the first this and first that. And that's a lesson we can learn, by the way. She's the first African-American to have a screenplay produced um, for the film called Georgia, Georgia. 
1972. Isn't that amazing? So add screenwriter to her list of many things that she does and does so very well. And then, so I said other awards include a Tony Award, a National Medal of Arts, uh, nominated for an Emmy Award for Roots, if you remember the movie and film Roots by Alex Haley. She was nominated for an Emmy Award for that television series that was produced back in 1977. And it's just so much that can be gleaned for Dr. Maya Angelou. Uh, check out her books and t check out her poems. And Phenomenal Woman is definitely one of my favorites. And uh, it's just it's just amazing all the her work that she has has just contributed to you know American history is just phenomenal and she's such an inspiration and I jotted down a few lessons that we can learn ourselves from Dr. Maya Angelou and you know here's one I started with just three points I just wanted to go over and number one is don't be afraid to be first don't be afraid to be first she was the first African-American and female um, conductor in San Francisco. First African-American to have a screenplay, you know, produced on television in 1972, I believe it was. So don't be afraid to be a first. Just go out and step out and do your thing. And, you know, uh, chart new territory. And that's what Miss Dr. Maya Angelou has done. And she's uh, like giving us, us permission to do the same. And then number two lessons that we can glean from Dr. Maya Angelou's life, phenomenal life and, and journey and career is that we can pursue several areas. Sometimes I think that we get bogged down on just focusing on one area and that's pretty, you know, that's fine to be a strategic where that's concerned, but also we have different passions that we can, um, passions like she had writing and then she, you know, poems and she wrote autobiographies she wrote books and poems and she wrote screenplays and she did acting and she did uh civil rights activism um it's just so many different things that she had her hand in and that is the one that really sits resonates well uh within me is that there's so many things that i do want to do i have to sort of like you know put them all organized on paper and in my head but she gives me permission, Dr. Maya Angelou gives me permission because she was, you know, she was just involved in so many phenomenal things and her friends, James Baldwin, and working with Dr. Martin Luther King doing the civil rights movement and as an actor and as a dancer, she was a singer. That's also, I didn't mention that she was a singer. That's how she got her started that she switched over to um, uh, dancing and then from there to writing and then it's just so phenomenal. And then number three, first, don't be afraid to be a first. Number two is pursue several areas of your purpose and your passion that you know that you have to contribute. But sometimes people will tell you, oh, you're doing too much, child. You're doing too much. No, you know, as long as you are fulfilling, you know, your purpose and your passion, I think. Well, not I think. Dr. Maya Angelou gives us the approval to go out and do such and do what it is that we think that we can do. And then we may have, our, it may be five, six, seven different areas, but if God has blessed you uh, with such this potential and this ability to go ahead and, and get it done. And finally, number three, we're gonna glean from Dr. Maya Angelou is to tell your story. 
tell your story and, and her books all her what seven autobiographies are is just that her telling her story and I know back when I was a teenager and I know what the cage bird sings and reading that and just I I know it would have resonated with me back then was her vulnerability in sharing her story but also the fact that she was an avid reader you know because when I was young I you know sort of was made shame to just be an avid reader and just sort of it wasn't I don't know I don't know just reading just wasn't as popular as it may be today and so she gave me permission to just be an avid reader as she was you know and so um just tell your story and in the book I know right the cage bird sings and that's what she does and her story is not a pretty story when she was small and she was raped as a young girl and she's told that story and that story resonated and Oprah Winfrey has has mentioned several times over how that story um she was able to see herself Oprah was able to see herself within that book I know why the cage bird sings so if Maya Angelou had not told her story she would not have been able to impact Oprah Winfrey as she did and gave her the permission to do what it is Oprah has done such phenomenal things we all know this and then also myself and giving me the ability to see myself in this young girl in the form of an avid reader or in the form of just being vulnerable and telling her story and not always getting everything right and so just tell your story because you don't know what you're going through is definitely I'm almost a 100% certain for someone else and so um, that's what that's my I'm called to tell my story and so that's why I have the Grateful Badass podcast and the Grateful Badass blog follow at gratefulbadass.com and so um, Dr. Maya Angelou gives us permission to be ourselves and to just go deep go deep and to continue and she was 86 years old when she passed but she was still serving sharing her work um, just being of service to the world and being a beacon of light for others and I, I don't know if you've seen the video I'm going to post it to, to the blog to the show notes is where she was uh, on Upper Winfrey's show and that uh, there was a young girl that was asking her a question and the young girl started off with oh well Maya and she was like oh no and she corrected her really quickly no honey I'm Dr. Maya to you you know and that's a level of respect there and that was a little bit I believe it was a little bit controversial because some that's a level of respect there and that was a little bit I believe it was a little bit controversial because some people just day and age think otherwise but anyhow that's how I was definitely raised just how you speak to your elders but anyway so thank you so much for joining the Grateful Badass podcast I'm so very excited ecstatic over Women's History Month and all that we've been able to cover for this month especially um dr my rat in rapping with dr maya angelou and her story is phenomenal and pick up a poem and, and just read and recite it you know just for you know good fun and a good experience and i think i'm gonna do the same and so let me know what you think about this episode or any of the ones for this month as we pay tribute to women's history month let me know what you think definitely want to hear from you let me know about the rebranding how do you like the intro or maybe the music and uh like i said we're going to be focused on the badass individuals and focusing on the little couple pieces from their life and then also gleaning what we can and insert into our everyday lives because this is grateful living badass style and we want to show our gratitude for those that have come before us 
just giving us the okay and the permission to just be badass individuals. All right, thank you so much for your time. What am I reading? I have to definitely share what I'm reading. I am reading A Dream Deferred by Shelby Steele and also still wrapping up Thunderhead by Neil Schusterman. And uh, let me know what you are reading. I have a bunch of books that are on my list that I've placed on my list recently. Follow me on goodreads.com. My uh, my name is Grateful Badass on goodreads.com where I post and share all the books that I'm reading or have read. And also, that's one, uh, that's another newsletter coming out for March and wrapping up this month. So sign up for the newsletter and it's five badass things that I'm dealing, crushing on, dealing with, crushing on, loving on all of the, all of that good stuff. So go to gratefulbadass.com to subscribe. Follow me on social media at Grateful Badass or SM Cameron. Definitely appreciate your love and support. Thank you so much. And thank you for allowing me to rebrand the Grateful Badass podcast. And um, this is start a little campaign. Just tell a friend campaign and share with a friend. I definitely would appreciate that. And also rate and review. I need reviews on iTunes. And so I'm going to wrap up. And thank you so much for joining. And as my maternal grandmother would always say, have a good day today and a better day tomorrow. Bye.